From Homedale to Salmon River, District 3 has several teams that don't always get their due. Stepping outside the shadows of the SIC, this is the Treasure Valley PrepCast with Logan Green. That's right. Welcome into another edition of the Treasure Valley PrepCast on IdahoSports.com. Brought to you by DL Evans Bank. This is Community Banking. Brandon Bainey with Logan Green as we are uh, getting settled into the uh, postseason stretch drive in District 3, 3A, 2A, 1A Athletics. Logan, how you doing? Uh, great. It's just crazy. Like We were just starting this a couple weeks ago, right? And, and we're getting ready to... Uh, talk about week one, and here we are playing um, bracketology today, and then looking at state soccer tournament brackets. It's uh, it's it's crazy how fast the fall sports season went. Yeah, before we hop on and record, we always kind of sit down and take a couple of minutes to kind of plan out the rundown, right, and how we're going to talk about things. Our 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 pre planning session might be longer than the actual podcast. No, yeah, what did we talk for like thirty minutes, and we yeah. probably could have gone longer. So. But it's a fun conversation, so we'll just rehab the conversation right now. That's right. We, we want to sound intelligent, so we're trying to work out all of the mathematical permutations that exist. That's right. And that's why you're the perfect guy, Logan, because you're the number cruncher at IdahoSports.com. So. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, we want to start first, though, with soccer, because uh, boys and girls state soccer tournaments kick off this week, right? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, all throughout the Treasure Valley. Yeah, and... Uh, going to be a great weekend you know uh last year the soccer tournaments were held up north uh and then boomeranged back down here after they got snowed out <laughs> at first uh during the you know that last or next to last weekend of october up there in Coeur d'Alene, and a couple championship games came back down here because they involved treasure valley teams so they ended up playing it uh back down here but uh shouldn't be the case this weekend here in the treasure valley that's right. We always joke it's the banana belt over there in Boise. So uh, weather-wise, should be pretty nice. <laughs> right, <laughs> for sure. Let's take a look at this. Let's start on the boys' side for, for 3A state soccer. Here's the bracket. And uh, if you're watching the video of this on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel or our Facebook page, maybe make the screen full size so you can see this bracket. What you'll notice, Logan, is that representing District 3 and uh, coming in at the number 5 seat overall is McCall Donnelly, the Vandals, pulled off the upset in the District 3 championship match over Weezer. Uh, the match went to penalty kicks, which every coach hates to see because they, yeah. it, okay. it can really go either way, right? And they, they won 6-4 to four on PKs. Yeah, it's just, that's a tough way to decide a game. In it, no disrespect to McCall Donnelly. They deserve to be there. They beat the best team in their conference. They earned their spot. But I look at that bracket and I don't see seven more teams that are better than Weezer. And it's it, it's extremely frustrating the way it's set up that Weezer can go all season with one loss in 3A to Sun Valley, who's a back-to-back reigning champions and, and who knocked them off last year in the state championship. Two years in a row, it's been Weezer-Sun Valley. And then they lost a game to a 4A Middleton squad. That was it. That was the only blemish all year. For Weezer, and they they get upset in their their district tournament. Well, what's the point of the season? What's the point? What is the point for them if they go out and beat everybody on their schedule except two that they they shouldn't have beat? They beat sixteen other teams or whatever it is, and they don't even get in. I it's extremely frustrating, and you see it, it's going to happen in football this year. Somebody's going to get left out, and we'll get to that. Um, 
but it's extremely frustrating. If I'm Weezer, I am, I'd be upset. I would, I would be upset and angry. And I mean, that's just me talking coming from my point of view, but I think they deserve to be there. I think there are not six other teams better than Weezer. And it's just, I mean, they lost the game. That that's what you got to do at that point in the season, but it's just, what's the point? Why, why even, Hey, you know what? Let's just sit out the whole regular season and just play everybody at districts because we don't want to get anybody hurt. So let's just do that from now on and sit out and then we'll just play three games at districts or two games in this situation. Um, and then, and then call it good. It's just from my point of view, it's, it, I would be very frustrated if I was, if I was Weezer. You just described uh, Sun Valley Community School season last year, right, Logan? That was the big controversy. They didn't play at all in the regular season because their school district was notoriously conservative when it came to to the COVID nineteen pandemic, and so uh, they I think they played once or twice in the regular season, uh, rolled through districts, rolled through state, whatever, right? Yeah, why not? Hey, don't <laughs> you don't need to play a regular season? Apparently, you know it's yeah. Here's my yeah. thing, Logan. If you are coming from a conference or a district that gets one bid and that's it, and, and I know they, they predetermine the representation to try and make all of the districts feel like they're being represented, right? But that's just not going to happen. You can't predict which in which seasons which yeah. districts are going to be strong, which ones aren't. And so it's a really easy solution in my mind. If you are from a district that gets one automatic bid, your second place team should have the ability to play their way into state with a play in match. What who, who determined the rule was that there gets to be one play in match and that's it. It's yeah. the same thing for basketball, right? One play in match. Why not have two or three state play in matches where some of these spots uh, are truly being won by the best teams. If, if Weezer yeah. Yeah. takes second, they should have an opportunity to beat somebody else to earn their ticket to state. Yeah, and if they can't do that, then fine, go home. Like I get it, um, but let's 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 let in the four or five d- d- district champs, or whatever, however they combine it, you know, and say, all right, everybody in second place now, uh, well, you know, maybe take the best two second place teams according to the rankings, and then take everybody all the other second place teams and have them play, and then you truly get you get all the conference champs. McCall should be there. They won their conference. I mean. That's the thing that is they did win. It's not a disrespect to them at all with this. It's that Weezer should they they should be there. They should at least have had a chance to show that we're better than somebody else's too, and they don't get that chance. Yeah. And now they just they just go home. So like you said, Brandon, I think there's no harm in having another play-in game. Uh, I mean that, that when did they play last Thursday, Friday? The I think it was the 14th. So it was Thursday. Um. I'm sure Weezer would have been ready Friday afternoon for another game. You know, like I'm sure that they, they, they would have been ready. So, you know, it's too bad that that's, that's the way it it shakes out. Um, Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's unfortunate. I look at at this bracket and to me, Weezer is better than Teton who won the actual play in game, quote unquote. They're better than Bonner's Ferry, a runner up from district one. They're, they're better than, Kimberly certainly yep. Kimberly was the sixth seed going into their tournament just got hot and, and ended up taking second place so I mean yeah you're right there's there's a lot of teams on here that Weezer is better than they should have had the opportunity to come in but we have to move on and, and talk now about McCall Donnelly now now, yeah. now, it's, now it's up to the yeah. Vandals to, to carry the torch 
in for District Three. They've got a tough matchup right away with Coeur d'Alene Charter, a, a boys program that finished second in the regular season standings, but won their district tournament. Yeah, and I mean, you, Coeur d'Alene Charter has just been a powerhouse in soccer. Period. I mean, the girls' team has just been on a roll the last, I don't know, seven eight years. And you know it's contagious on the other side too. If the girls are doing it, you got to do it too. You know, you you guys they're they're competing. You know that they're the girls are trash talking them, saying, "Look at our trophy case," and yours is 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 not as full as ours. So, I'm sure that there's a little motivation there to to be as good as the girls team. And the you know they're 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 a tough squad, and you know McCall draws a tough opening round matchup. And but you know. <laughs> It, it would have been a totally different seating, you know, if 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 Weezer had made it in. Um, but yeah. but that's the way it is now. I guess we can't really um, talk too much about it because it's it's done and over with. So um, the teams will play with who they've got in front of them. But you got to think that the the person most excited about that is Sun Valley. Like I I don't know if anybody's going to stop them now. I think it was Weezer was maybe had that best chance. And then, and then American falls is probably somebody else that can give them trouble. But outside of that, I think that they, um, <laughs> you know, and sugar Salem, they're another one of those schools that they're good at everything and, and can get hot at the right time and end up winning. I'm sure Homedale's football team does not want to talk about <laughs> sugar Salem anymore, no. but you know, they're another team that could get hot, but I, I think the, I think it's the cutthroats to lose again this season. Yeah, my my early prediction is uh, Sun Valley versus Sugar Salem in the in the championship. Yeah, that's kind, that, kind of how I'm feeling. But that would be. I don't think that's uh, that's probably pretty close to what we'll see. Yeah, Cordelaine Charter. It's funny, Logan. They also had to win via penalty kicks in their district championship over Bonners Ferry, but Bonners didn't have the pressure of Bonners knew that hey, if we lose, we're still going to state because right, we get, right, an automatic spot. So it it is interesting to see how. Uh, the different leagues approach things. So that's that's the boy side. McCall Donnelly is going to have a tough opening round matchup with Coeur d'Alene Charter. I could I could see them pulling off that win. But yeah, I think so. I mean, they beat Weezer like they did. They yeah. did what they were supposed to do. Like I don't think that um, anybody's questioning that they could beat Coeur d'Alene Charter in that game, and then they get a chance with Sun Valley. But <laughs> Sun Valley, I just think they are. I think, like I said, I guess theirs to lose juggernaut for sure all right let's switch over to the girls side where uh fruitland won the uh, district three tournament pretty easily uh they come in logan to state as the number one seed because of the max preps ratings basically yep. what it came down to is fruitland uh had no losses this year but one tie cordelaine charter who i think is probably the best overall team right they've won state how many years in a row cordelaine charter gets the two seed because they they picked up a game with Sandpoint at the very end of the season after St. Mary's had to cancel, and, and Sandpoint, of course, went undefeated in the regular season, and they lost that match to Sandpoint, and that one singular loss was enough to knock them down to number two. So I think Fruitland's got a pretty nice bracket set up here. They'll play Timberlake in the first round. Oh, yeah. I think this – I mean, it's a clash, a crash course. It's I, I don't think any other way besides it being Coeur d'Alene Charter and Fruitland, and that's going to be a great game. I mean I, – We've talked about her before. Um, I'm going to pull up her, but Abby Robido for Fruitland. Mm -hmm. When you have a player like that, that's an X factor when it comes to, when it comes to tournaments. You look at in March, right? NCAA tournament time. Players can get hot and they just take over and they take control. 
when you've got somebody like Abby that is averaging almost nine points a game, I Fruitland's going to score nine goals, and you know, off of her foot, whether by assist or a goal for herself, it, that's tough. I mean, she's averaging almost four goals a game. Uh, some teams don't average four goals a game. A lot of them don't average three goals a game. So you're going to have to score to beat Fruitland, and I—that's the thing. I—I I don't. I don't know if they're other teams are going to be able to do that. If they're going to be able to keep up, because Fruitland's going to score and they're going to score a lot. And other teams have got to be ready, be ready to play offensively, um, because I think it's going to take a three-goal game at least to to knock off Fruitland. Yeah, now this will sound funny, Logan, but I was, as I'm looking at the bracket here, I think Coeur d'Alene Charter actually got the better draw as as the two seed because when you look at Fruitland, they should have no problems in the opening round, but then they're either going to have to play a Sugar Salem team that uh, has put up yep. some very dominating victories this year or a Marsh Valley team that did not lose to a single 3A team all year, Logan. They And they yeah, played that- they played a lot of the 4A Pocatello schools and things like that. So I, that I mean, I'm thinking it's going to be Marsh Valley Fruitland in, in the semifinals, and that actually is going to be a tough matchup. Yeah, that will be a fun one to watch. And uh, again, I think Marsh Valley is going to have to score goals though if they want to win. Uh, it's not going to be a grinded out game. I, I think that Fruitland's going to push it, and um, they're going to have to try and slow them down and keep possession to to win at that game or to, to stand a chance, but. You know, at the same time, if Fruitland's scoring goals like they usually do, it, it's going to be tough to keep up with the Grizzlies. Yeah, so we'll we'll see how uh, the Fruitland girls and McCall Donnelly boys do at the 3A state tournaments that starts on Thursday. So really good news for Fruitland last week, right? The girls' soccer team, yeah. uh, number one seeded state. But on the other end, Logan, some really bad news coming from Fruitland High School this week as well. So uh, Friday night, uh, it was pretty shocking as we were uh, wrapping up our broadcasts and, and looking at the scores on the Friday night flash. And all of a sudden we saw that Payette had defeated Fruitland in football 27 to 14, which was very surprising. You know, not that Payette is like bad, but they're like, they, they've had a very average season, right? And Fruitland, we thought, okay, they're, they're pretty much a lock at this point to get that third and final spot to the playoffs. They beat McCall Donnelly earlier this year. And uh, they're going to get that third spot. Well, then they turn around and lose 27 to 14. And I could not figure out what was going on there. Well, now today we find out that uh, there was a really bad hazing incident with, with some of the varsity players, 11 players in total uh, were uh, investigated, suspended for the game this past Friday because of their role in, in this horrible, yeah, horrendous hazing incident. And so now it makes more sense that Fruitland would lose, right? Yeah. And, and you know what? I, we don't know anything about what happened. And we're not going to speculate about it. But I tell you, if you are a, an athlete, a student, a, a human being, which you are if you're listening to this, that there is no place for that at all. If you're – you can't do something to someone and then – and basically and laugh, right? Because I'm sure that's what happened. Whatever happened, people were laughing. If you are getting a laugh out of somebody else's expense, no matter how small it is, stop it. It's not, it's just, I I, I don't even know. I, I just can't believe that this stuff is still going on and that people are still doing stuff like this. It just, it makes me so mad. Like just stop it. Just be good people. Just 
don't do that to people. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I've read the stuff online, but I don't, I don't know what's true or not. And I'm not, I'm not going to speculate about what is or what isn't, but somebody clearly got their feelings hurt. And it just, if you can't do anything nice, just don't do it. it it's just stupid. It, so, and I mean, you look at this and whether or not it actually happened, you cost your team a big game that you probably should have won and potentially a playoff spot because of it. Like, was that worth it? Was being uh, mean to someone worth you ending your football season early? Cause that that's, what's probably going to happen with this. Yeah. I mean, 11 players, that is not a, that is not a insignificant yeah. amount. Um, especially at a three, a school like Fruitland. And you talked about it. Um, we don't know, officially what happened we probably would never won't and that's not our business but yeah, it, yeah. it was it was enough that they did not participate in the game friday so yeah i mean like you said uh whatever happened it it may have derailed fruitland season it may it may ultimately cost them a spot in the playoffs so yeah because um, because now all of a sudden don't look now but payette is a win away from getting into the playoffs I mean, incredible. I, I mean, you know, they're they're going to take advantage of this uh, situation there, and they're they're right knocking on the door. There's a big game now this weekend that I don't think anybody thought was a big game um, that we tagged as a playoff potential matchup, but it is now between McCall Donnelly and Fruitland, or excuse me, and Payette. If McCall wins that game, there's a there's you know. Well, let's, Fruitland let's plays with, Homedale. Fruitland plays Homedale. Let's start with they the could, most simplest they, outcome. Let's, let's they start could win, them. but they're not. They're, right. they're not going to beat them. Right. Homedale wins that. But I'll eat crow all day long if that happens. <laughs> um, but Homedale's going to win. So that you know that leaves them at two and three in the conference. Um, McCall right now is is one and three. If they beat Payette, um, which Payette sits at two and two, now you have three teams tied at two and three. And this is where we don't know how that tiebreaker is going to go. What's the, what happens with it? Um, or to be honest, if with what's going on, if, if Fruitland even wants it, if um, I don't know, I, I don't know what's going on there. Um, but you look at it, and it, but the easiest solution is if Payette wins and Fruitland loses to Homedale, that's it. Payette's in. And you know, a team that's historically not, in this position, but all of a sudden has a chance to be look out. I mean, we know that there was 11 players missing from Fruitland, so that makes a difference, but it doesn't, it's not the only difference. I mean, Payette had to be ready to still win that game. Fruitland is one of those programs that can just plug in somebody else and be ready to go. And they still took care of business Payette. That's the end of the story is they took care of business. And you know what? I think, I don't know. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to say that they win that game. I think that maybe they 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 beat McCall Donnelly, get to three wins, and all of a sudden Payette's in. Uh, of course, if they don't, like we said, then there's going to be a three-way tie, and who knows? I'm not even going to – I don't know how that shakes out. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I sent an email out to uh, some of the athletic directors. I uh, haven't heard back yet, but uh, be, stay tuned for my bracketology post on IdahoSports.com yeah. where I will have all of that information in there as soon as I figure it out. Because Logan Statewide, there are so many possibilities of oh, yeah. guys. It's making my head spin. <laughs> so. and, and yeah, and we'll talk about it here. I mean, of course, we'll hit on, we, we mentioned 
the big game this weekend or last week, right? Homedale beats Weezer, a tight 14 to six game. And that was, um, I think you mentioned it, that it would be line play and man, it was a low scoring game. And I, I thought I was going to see, we were going to see more points out of that one, but those, those two grinded out and it didn't affect the max preps rankings at all. Uh, Homedale stayed number one. Weezer stayed number two. And if you look at the 3A bracket, we're going to do a little, this is what you wanted to hear, right? You wanted to hear um, what we think or what, you know, what the brackets look like they're going to shake up. Um, we're not going to get into round two because that's that's too much. But if you look at the first round, so all five conference champions get a bye in 3A. So Homedale is going to get that bye. Um, into the next round, and then it's and then it's the next six um, are come in based on conference affiliation. District three gets two teams, two additional teams outside. So Weezer is going to be that team, and then you know Payette, McCall, Fruitland, okay. and most likely that team will be the sixth team out of the six. So you're looking at a potential Weezer versus Fruitland, McCall or payette game potentially in the first round that the that's just the way the max prep rankings are looking at this moment um the second at large team um is looking like it'll be south um or snake river from the blackfoot area the third team looks like it will probably be south fremont uh the fourth team is is going to come out of district uh, one up north, and there's still some work to be done up there. Um, it, we think that Timberline probably wins the conference, and then it goes so that at large would go to Kellogg, the four, and then of course we and then Buell, who had a huge win. I mean, it should be Kimberly. Kimberly has always been in there. It's been Kimberly, 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 but Buell beat them 26 to 21 last week, and all of a sudden took control. And right now it's theirs to lose. They play Filer this week. They should beat Filer. And they're in. Um, and so that would put Buell in. So right now, from District, if we keep it here, District 3, there's a high potential that we see a conference matchup in the first round. Yep. And and for Weezer, I, at this point, I don't think it matters who the opponent is. Weezer is so good and so talented. Yeah. I think whoever they play, I mean, and then, and then they get reseeded. And then, and they then they're going to be the two seed. Yeah. When it gets reseeded, they'll, I mean... They're going to win whoever they play in the first round, and they're going to be the second seed. And they're going to have home. They're going to have home field throughout the playoffs until the state championship, if it gets there. Um, yeah, and I mean, they they could play another conference game in the state championship too. And I now I do think that possibly they could get passed by Gooding. We'll have to see if Gooding gets a win. They, but either way, I don't think they yeah. drop below three, right? No, yeah, they don't go below three. Yeah, so if, if if Gooding's able to beat Kimberly by a lot this week, then yeah, maybe maybe Gooding takes the jump. Um, but again, it's all speculation. But it's fun speculation, right? Um, yeah, I think Weezer for sure though. They're going to have a home game the first week of the playoffs. I think that's, and they'll probably be home in the second week as well. Yes. Um, but then we'll see how that tiebreaker works out, or if Payette just takes care of business. If Payette, um beats McCall Donnelly, we wrap it up and call it good. My gut tells me, Logan, that McCall Donnelly wins that game and there's a three-way tie and we got to, we got to sort it out. Yeah, very possible. (laughs) That's kind of, 
Yeah, it's kind of how I'm leaning. So I kind of, I'm, I selfishly kind of want to see Payette, and I, just just because I haven't been there for a while, and it's always fun to see those teams that they got nothing to lose. They have nothing to lose, and they will come in and that you know they'll put on a show as best they can. Yeah, the the fact that they have something to play for here in the final week of the regular season. It's been a while since. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a couple of years ago they had to shut down. They didn't have enough enough kids, and now here they are. Like you said. Last week of the year with a chance to go to the playoffs. What more can you ask for? Yeah, super exciting. So, uh, okay. Luckily for you, the listeners, that was the most difficult <laughs> uh, yes. area to break down in terms of football. It's going to get a lot easier from here as we navigate into the 2A and the 1A waters. Before yep. we do that, though, let's step aside. We'll take a break. We'll hear from our sponsor, DLM's Bank. We'll come back and tell you what the 2A and 1A playoff picture looks like for District 3 football here in the Treasure Valley. So we'll be right back with more of the Treasure Valley PrepCast right after this. Wherever you are, DLM's Bank is right there to help. From applying for loans to opening new accounts and signing documents, personalized service is just a video call away. This is Bank Live with DLM's Bank. This is Community Banking. All right, welcome back to the Treasure Valley PrepCast on IdahoSports.com, brought to you by DL Evans Bank. Brandon Bainey with Logan Green as we move to the 2A Western Idaho Conference for football. Logan, you you can take a moment to bask in your glory as you uh, correctly predicted coming into the season that Nampa Christian would be the team to beat. Yeah, you know, hashtag go Trojans. Um, they're my pick. Uh <laughs> I yeah, I just think that uh, they they're rolling right now. I mean, they had a huge win against Declo that sets up the big win against Melba, and we have another potential for a three way tie here um, because this week Nampa Christian plays Coal Valley, uh, and if Coal Valley is able to win that, then all of a sudden you have a three way tie at the top. But I I think Nampa Christian takes care of business there um, and wins that game and gets the auto bid um, from District Three, and they they are gelling at the right time right now. Um, they, they, they look tough. I mean, they, they really put it to Melba, I think better than anybody else has all year. Um, so I don't know. I, I think that, uh, Nampa Christian has a good shot to, to wrap it up. Like I predicted everybody, you heard it here. I picked Nampa Christian, uh, to win it before anybody ever played a game. Um, but, um, you know, let, let's just say Nampa Christian wins. The difference between this year and last year is Melba got in, but nobody else from District 3 did. And this year, we see the opposite. So we're going to take the easy route. Let's just – Nampa Christian takes care of business against Coal Valley. Um, they're going to get a bye. But there's there's six at-large teams that just come based on max prep rankings next um, outside of those conference champions. Uh, the first seed is is most likely going to go to the winner or to the loser of the North Fremont Firth game this weekend. Um, yeah, I kind of like Firth in that game. They've looked good all year. Uh, they were in the state championship last year. They have a, a, a heartbreaking loss to Westside on their record right now, um, and that's it. Um, but the loser of Firth, North Fremont, is probably in that first spot. Uh, the second spot probably goes to Bear Lake. Um, and then the third and fourth spot, right now, if it ended right now, would go to Melba and then Coal Valley Christian. So <laughs> there you go. You could have another conference matchup. Those two could be playing um, in that 3-4 game, potentially, uh, just, just the way it, it, it shapes up right now. 
Uh, the fifth spot will go to Aberdeen and the sixth spot to West Jefferson. Uh, there is some chance for some movement there because uh, we think Aberdeen and West Jefferson both probably win this weekend. Um, I think so who's Aberdeen play American Falls. I no, think no, no. They, they, they host Bear Lake. Oh no, that's right. That's right. They play Bear Lake. So I think that, you know, if Bear Lake wins that game, um, Aberdeen potentially could drop a spot and West Jefferson plays salmon. Uh, so, you know, if, if they're able to win and move up, um, there, there is some potential for movement, especially, um, seeing how Coal Valley Christian will do. Uh, so I think, I mean, I think that's pretty set. I think it's those six teams that you're going to see on opening weekend. And I, I, we can't see every scenario we've looked at. I can't see it being any, anybody else besides those six. Yep. I agree with that. Uh, I think it's pretty locked in at this point. The only thing that needs to be determined is who wins district one and two up North. Um, so yeah. Th- and here's the thing, Logan, at the two a level, all the fans that are over in the WIC, you're, you're going to get a chance to kind of see how this playoff picture unfolds on IdahoSports.com. Thursday night, we're going to have that Bear Lake at Aberdeen broadcast. That's right. It's a Thursday night game. I'll be on the call for it. Friday yeah. night, Friday night, we're going to have that big Firth at North Fremont matchup as well, live on IdahoSports.com. So this is a great opportunity for the fans uh, over in district three to kind of uh, start looking at those other teams that are going to be in the playoffs and participating and maybe start getting an idea of how yeah. it's going to take out. So, yeah, there's a huge potential that these teams play each other, that somebody's going to run into Bear Lake or Aberdeen in the first round uh, or Firth or North Fremont. I, it, you know, that just looking at it, there's a high potential, right? There's only six spots. So you've got a one in five chance of drawing, uh, you know, you've got a one in actually four, right? What do you got? One, two, three. Well, each, each team, uh, let's say Melba and Coal Valley get at large, but each of them would have a one in four chance Even more. Yeah. That, anyways, you got a chance to watch your potential opponent on Idaho sports, especially Thursday night, nothing else going on. So you probably should be watching it anyway. So I'll be sure to check that one out. And uh, yeah, I think that one's pretty clear cut. I think um, especially if Nampa Christian wins it, if, if um, you know, if Cole Valley wins it, there'll be a three-way tie. And I don't know how that one is determined, Um, but however it is, those three are still in. And we talked about it earlier in the season. You saw these three teams play tough non-conference games and you know what's interesting is they they lost some of these. You saw Coal Valley go over and play Westside and lose. You saw Melba play a, a North Fremont and lose. Um, but then you saw Nampa Christian go beat Declo, and then they just shoot up as after that win, and then after the Melba win, and you look back and say, "Hey, maybe we did we did something right here." Uh, and I think all three of them played Fruitland too. Um, you know, you look at that and say, you played tough teams. You might have lost, but you did the right thing in playing tough teams instead of um, going after the easy wins. And now all of a sudden they're rewarded with a playoff spot instead of a, a two and six Malad team like last year. Yeah, I, I think we I think we figured it out in the, in the preseason. Look, when we talked about it, it's better to go out and play a tough opponent and lose than it is to go beat up on a team 70 to nothing. There's just not much to be gained from that. So. As we transition yeah. now to to uh, 1A D1 football, again, this is kind of clear-cut, right? 
in in, yep. in District Three. Notice is going to play Wilder on Friday. The winner will win District Three and get the automatic bid. And it's yeah, just the like, only oh, go ahead. No, the only dance is if Notice beats Wilder, is Wilder in that that you know that's the toss up. And right now, they're not. And this kind of goes back to what we were talking about the benefit of playing a losing to a bad team versus beating or, or the benefit of, of losing to a good team, but beating a bad team. Wilder is five and two right now. If the season ended right now, they're not in. Owen seven lighthouse Christian is ranked above them. Yes. That's a, that's a, that's, that's not right. That Wilder right now of the, the um, there's going to be, seven at large bids uh, plus the last the worst ranked conference champ will probably which will probably be lakeside um and so lake or wallace it might be like lakeside or wallace um so seven at larges the eighth team right now sitting in eighth is lighthouse and ninth is wilder so wilder is is right there um if they win though if they beat them you know they get in and notice they're still in. I think they're still in. They, they'd have to far pretty, fall pretty far uh, to be out of the the at-large bid uh, for 1AD1. So notice, I think, is in. Uh, if they beat they beat Wilder, they get a buy. Then that's what you want, right? You, you get a buy in the first round, and uh, you can look what, what it's going around around the state and get ready for your home game the next week. Uh, if you're Wilder, it's win or go home. Yeah, it's it's pretty clear cut, I think. What one A D one, just so our listeners can follow along, just like two A, right? The five district champs get automatic bids, and then the next six are determined via the at large bid. And it's all based on max preps rankings. So yeah, you mentioned it. There's something wrong when an O and seven team is ranked ahead of you in the yeah. max preps ratings. Um, but yeah, w- I think it's pretty clear cut for Wilder. They don't win this game, they're out. Notice yeah. with, with a loss could still get in. Of course, they want to win though and get that buy and set themselves up for a home playoff game. And what really stinks is that their losses, they lost to carry, and everybody loses to carry. And then their other losses to Horseshoe Bend, and, and they were in that game. And their Horseshoe Bend's a top five D2 school. Those are very respectable losses. I, if you're going to lose to two teams, you can't lose to two better teams than that. And I, it's just tough. I, I know that the five that they've beaten are not the greatest five, but they, they beat who they played. And and you look at lighthouse and they didn't beat anybody they played. So it's, um, I mean, that's the way it's shaken out. And then if you look at those at large bids that are going to come, I think it's, I think it's pretty, uh, it's pretty set there. I think the, the bottom one might shuffle a little bit, but, um, the loser of the Oakley Raft River game is going to be that top at large bid. Um, and then if it ended right now, going down the line, you've got Lapway, Grace, Murtaugh, Genesee, Potlatch, Clearwater Valley. And then of course the, the Lakeside or Wallace um, district champ, um, whoever wins that district up North. I think if Wallace wins, it'll be a tie. I don't know how that tiebreaker shakes out, but if Lakeside wins, Lakeside is in. Um, and then, like we mentioned, just outside is Lighthouse and Wilder. But Clearwater Valley only with one win on the season. And they're they're looking like to get a bid if it ended right now. Yeah, so, so Clearwater Valley uh, picked up their second win on Friday night. They're second two, win, excuse me. Two and five. And, and again, 
I don't understand how a team like Grace is ranked ahead of Notice, for example, in the Max Preps ratings. Right, Grace is four yeah. and three. Notice is six and one. The only thing I can uh, figure out, Logan, is maybe that uh, Grace. You know, they've lost to Oakley and Raft River, the the top two teams in one A D one. Whereas, yeah. Notice's loss came to a one A D two opponent. Right, they lost to. Um, Horseshoe Bend, but again, a, a top, an undefeated top five team. <laughs> but this is where the the computer can't, like the eye test, we can look at and say Horseshoe Bend, that's a that's a good team. Like, yes, it's a good loss. The computer sees it as, oh, that's a one A D two opponent. That's you less were, than you, you were supposed to beat them because you're a one A D one. The computers don't understand that that wasn't a bad loss, and because of that, now Grace at four and three, all of a sudden, is ahead of. Notice, no, I don't agree with that. And there's no. a lot of problems with this system, I will say. And that's probably the same thing you're seeing with Wilder. I mean, Carrie is a D2 and so is Horseshoe Ben, and they say, oh, you should have beat them. No, nobody, 4A Wood River didn't even beat Carrie. Yeah, it, it's, you know, it's, I think Carrie would go out and beat just about anybody <laughs> up to a certain level. I, you know, they, they're really good. And so, I, I, you know, I think it's probably though when you get towards the tail end of this bracket, it's probably the the most watered down. Um, I think the, the tail end of the four A bracket is going to be a little watered down as well, um, compared to like the two two A bracket. I think it's going to be extremely strong from top to bottom. Um, but when you get down into the the Clearwater Valley and Lakeside, you're scrapping at stuff there. Um, but you know it going to be a tough bracket anyways with uh butte county is really good raft river and oakley are very good it's 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 hard to say that it's going to be anybody besides those three left at the end of the day anyways um uh, prairie those, I would those, say prairie. Oh, excuse me i am i forgot about you prairie <laughs> i apologize i because i when i've been looking at it all season i don't think the top four has changed raft river oakley prairie Butte County. And that, that was the big storyline yeah. last year, right? Was notice had a nice regular season, um, but they got to the playoffs kind of fell flat. So now for notice, it's kind of their redemption tour. Right. This is their opportunity to prove that last year was a fluke and we are ready to compete with the big boys. So it'll be interesting to see how notice does. Yeah. And like I said, they, they can get a buy and then they can get a favorable matchup in that first round. Right now they're, they're the seventh ranked team in max preps. Um, so a win against Wilder will probably help that and move them up a little bit. Um, and then, and then they have a, they have a good chance to, to win that game and move on and um, look out for them. I think they've just been quietly sliding under everybody's radar this year. You haven't heard anything about them really at a statewide level. And I think people have just, Kind of forgotten they're there, and uh, they—I'm sure that they don't mind that. That nobody's talking about them, and they want to come out and um, they'll have people talk about them when it matters. Yeah, for sure they—they—they they, they don't mind flying under the radar, no doubt about that. One AD two. This is the easiest one, Logan. There's yep. three predetermined bids. We know who the three teams are going to be. Uh, locked into the number three spot is Garden Valley, and Council will play Horseshoe Bend Friday night for one and two. Yeah, so um, we'll, if we start from the bottom and go up from um, Garden Valley, they're going to have a road game against the second-place team from District 5-6, which will be the loser of the Rockland and North Gym game. 
And that's not a game that <laughs> that's not a, it's not a great present if you're Garden Valley. Um, I think North Gym wins that game, so I think it's, it's going to be a, a trip to Rockland is what Garden Valley gets, which is that's going to be tough <laughs> for the Wolverines. Uh, Rockland, a great squad. <clears throat> now on the other side, if you're council, so the next spot is going to go to Council. Uh, it's a road game as well, but it's a I think it's a very favorable road game. They're going to get the fourth team uh, from District Four, um, or the third team, excuse me. And so there is most likely going to be Dietrich. Uh, Dietrich, very good defending state champions, but definitely probably not who they've been in the past. And so maybe a chance to make a statement win uh, against the state, the defending state champions, right? Uh, to play against Dietrich and, and maybe squeak that one out against the Blue Devils, who lost a lot last year. Uh, and then maybe, you know, you never know what can happen after that. Now, see, I so Logan, you're looking at uh, the second place place, the fourth place team from District Four, right? I thought it was third. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. So, 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 if you look at the if if you look at the one A D two bracket, the third place team from District Three, which we think is going to be Council. Council certainly could beat Horseshoe Bend, but Horseshoe Bend looks like clearing away the best team they would play the fourth place team from district four which is actually going to come down to so, yeah hanson the winner the winner of hanson and camas county this friday which I right that could go either way to be honest it doesn't matter that's going to be a nice present for council i think in the opening round um and then if they well, get past that then you're looking at maybe a trip to north gem potentially right maybe i'm looking at the wrong thing because 3b Plays 4C, right? Yes. So 3B would be... Council. Council. Yep. So 4, District 4C, would be third place. Oh, you're right. Yes. I, it's confusing because sometimes the I four. see the 4 and I think yes. 4. So it's... Because I, I had it wrong. I had Hanson down originally, and then I looked no. at it, and I was like, oh, no, I'm wrong. It's Dietrich. Oh, man. And now you... I'm... Now I feel like an idiot, Logan. Yeah, that's my goal, Brandon. No, so I mean, it'll. It, right. it looks like it'll probably be Dietrich in that game. Yes. Well, I think it. it depending Correct. on how Dietrich plays um, this weekend on IdahoSports.com against Kerry. So if you're a, a council fan and you want to get a little scouting in, uh, be sure to check that one out as uh, they travel to Kerry. Uh, I'll actually be there in Kerry for that one. Should be fun. Um, but I, I, I think. Carry wins that game against Dietrich and and sends Dietrich to that third spot. Yeah. Okay. You're right. And then and then on the other side, I that one is set in stone, easy peasy. Horseshoe Ben and Kendrick. Um, that's what it'll be. Uh, Horseshoe Ben's got to go up there to Kendrick, and that'll be a very tough game. Um, but I I think Horseshoe Ben. I think they can do it. I think Horseshoe Ben can go and win that game up there. And the best part about it for them is. They get a buy, you know. They might have to go on the road, but they don't have to play opening weekend. They they get to sit out opening week if they're able to beat Kendrick. All of a sudden, they're in the semifinals just like that. Um, you know, you look at who they play. They they avoid carry. Um, if you're Horseshoe Bend, you got to look and say, I like what I see. I think at the end of the day, they're going to end up. I think they're going to end up playing 
probably Castleford um, in that semifinal game, and it'll be between Horseshoe Bend and Castleford to go to the state championship. It's pretty exciting. I think. That's, I think uh, I yeah, I think that. it's crazy. Just the way that they're seated is it's a great gift. I mean, you, like I said, you got to go on the road, but you win and you're a win away. Um, it's, it's kind of a great uh, spot to be in an exciting spot to earn that. You win your conference, you get a buy, you're, you're two wins away from a state championship appearance. So Horseshoe Ben really knocking on the door and, and the way they played this year, I don't know why anybody um, would have any doubts that they could do it and potentially, you know, get that date with Carrie. I think that's what any, everybody wants, right? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, we uh, have navigated all of the football playoff waters. It gets uh, remarkably more easy the, the further down you go in classification. And uh, there's going to be a lot of good games on IdahoSports.com with playoff implications across all classification levels, across all regions. Uh, if you want to see the complete schedule, you can go to IdahoSports.com, click on the Game Streams tab across the top of the homepage, and you can see the entire broadcast schedule but it's going to be another great weekend uh state soccer will be uh wrapped up we can talk about that next week logan and, and start talking about these football playoff matchups district volleyball will be pretty much uh, finished yep. up next week as well so it is definitely the most exciting time of year yeah we'll have brackets in hand for football and i, I believe volleyball by the next time um we're on the air here i think we'll have everything we need to uh, to plan everything out and and see how it's going to shake out. Should be exciting. Yeah, I, I do know that uh, Horseshoe Bend and and Council advanced to the top two spots in the Long Pin Conference uh, volleyball tournament. Uh, Liberty Charter still looking good in one AD one. Two A, maybe Melba, possibly um, Napa Christian. Coal Valley Christian is actually the number one seed in that tournament. And then three A, uh, you know Parma looks really good. Um, I don't know. It's going to, it's going to be pretty wide open. Yeah. I think, you know, Parman's always been great at volleyball and girls basketball and those, they, they just have some athletes in that regard um, that maybe pick up the slack where the football team might be lacking. Um, so yeah, we'll see, we'll see how everybody gets seated out as uh, it's going to be playoff galore uh, over the next, you know, two weeks here in Idaho. Yep. So, uh, that, that'll be a lot of fun. Logan, thank you for, uh, for helping us sort through all the numbers and math and, and the mess and, and also, uh, for correcting me when I was uh, wrong. <laughs> on the bracket. Well, I would, I've been wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm usually wrong, but I just wanted to make sure I wasn't reading that wrong. No, you, you were reading it totally right. So, <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. Well, uh, enjoy the games this weekend, everybody. We'll be see you back here next week to, to break it all down on another edition of the Treasure Valley PrepCast on IdahoSports.com.